Hey, beautiful people. I'm Sarah, and welcome to my show, Ignited by Inner Beauty, a podcast that is setting the world on fire with body positivity, female empowerment, and self-love. If you need some feel-good vibes and a reminder of just how beautiful you truly are, then you came to the right place. I'm so excited to share what's in store for you today. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 31 of Ignited by Inner Beauty. Today on the show, we have a very special guest, Dania, who is a life coach specifically for introverted young women. And on the show, I so enjoyed her sharing her story of how she always felt like being an introvert was a disadvantage to uh, herself. And she really wanted to, quote unquote, fix herself from being an introvert and kind of how she overcame that and has realized that introversion is such a gift that she's been able to share. And um, I just love how she talked about how, you know, it's not better or worse to be an introvert or extrovert or a certain type of introvert. You can just be yourself and who you are. Um, and I, I just absolutely love that. We talk a lot about um, introverts and extroverts in corporate America, in leadership. Um, so it was just so interesting to dive into that with her today. She also shares uh, some of her uh, tips and insights for uh, living your best life as an introvert. So, and really uh, some differences and myths about what people think introversion is and how you can really liberate yourself from that and um, just embrace yourself for who you are and what your personality is, who you desire to be. Um, And at the end, she even shares her four-step framework to advocate for yourself when you feel invalidated. This was so helpful. I feel like it was very actionable. I learned so much from Danya um, as she is a coach. So I I really appreciated her sharing these wonderful tips. Um, And as a great gift to the Ignited by Inner Beauty community here, uh, you can actually attend her workshop for free as a listener of the show. She has a workshop called Nurture Your Introverted Power to Live a Vibrant Life. It is an online workshop for introverted young women. And if you use the link that is in this podcast description, you can uh, attend this workshop for free as a gift from Danya. And um, if you do navigate it, navigate to uh, that workshop um, on Eventbrite or separately, you can just use the code BEAUTY to get it for free. That's the code BEAUTY. And without further ado, here is Danya. Well, thank you so much, Danya, for joining me today. I am so excited to have you on as a guest. And why don't you start us off by telling the audience uh, a little bit about yourself and how you're ignited by inner beauty. Sure. And first off, thank you, Sarah, so much for having me. I'm really grateful to be here. I'm Danya, a self-discovery coach and founder of Splashes of the Day, which is about life coaching for introverted women in their 20s and early 30s. And as for um, how I'm ignited by inner beauty, well, um, to me, inner beauty is something that you're born with. It's just your like inherent worthiness. And I'm ignited by it when I remember that that's the truth of who I am, which is who we all are. 
And, you know, there's sometimes um, we're bombarded with messages that make us feel like we're not worthy or our thoughts start taking us like the wrong path and we start doubting um, how great we are. But when I remember that, then that's when I feel like I'm ignited by my inner beauty. Wonderful. I love that so much. Um, just sharing um, about yourself and how we all have that inner beauty within us. I, I completely agree. That's something that we're born with and that can shine out to others. Um, so tell me a little bit about uh, starting your business, starting life coaching, and especially for introverted women who, uh, who is kind of your uh, target audience. I find that so interesting. And yeah, so tell me a little bit about how it started or why you were called to um, start life coaching for that specific audience. So I've been introverted since I was little. I had a quiet personality, but I felt it was something that I had as I got older, I felt it was something that was wrong, that there was like a flaw in my personality, that it was something that I had to fix. And I thought like, oh, if I could only be more extroverted, then I'll finally feel good about who I am. But that didn't really happen. And I did different programs and different things to try to help. Um, but it wasn't really, you know, there was still something that I wanted. I eventually, um, I did join this um, leadership program and their motto is everyone leads. And they talked about um, quiet leadership and regardless of your leadership style, how everyone can be a leader. So that started to help me feel better about introversion because I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe, maybe I can be a leader, even if I'm quiet. And then I actually learned about introversion, which prior to that, I didn't really know what introversion was. I thought it was the same thing as like being shy. But when I learned about introversion, it resonated with me. I'm like, yeah, I do sometimes feel drained with I'm a lot of people. I do like, um, you know, having time to myself to think and formulate my thoughts instead of um, alone rather than being like at a large group. And, you know, so those things resonated with me and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm an introvert. And, and I started seeing how there are other introverts, you know, doing great things. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe, maybe being an introvert, it's not as big of a flaw as I had thought. So I started feeling better about my introversion, but still there were things I wanted to do. I wanted to be more social, more outgoing, be more adventurous. And there were things I felt like I still couldn't do because I was introverted. So even I'm like, okay, introversion is not as bad. It still felt like in some way it was a limitation. And it wasn't until later on that I realized um, that we all have multiple sides within us. So even if we are quiet and reserved or gentle or whatever it is, we can also be social, bold, outgoing at anything because we are everything. So that's when I realized like, okay, yeah, my introversion is not a limitation. And I decided to get into life coaching because I want to encourage other women to stop wasting time trying to fix or get rid of their introversion and instead go straight into embracing it rather than rejecting it. That is awesome. I love that story. Thank you for sharing it with me and our audience. And I definitely relate to, um, I just, your initial just view of how introversion can be seen as like a flaw, like you were talking about. I think 
so much. And at least my professional career, it's often been like the boss is just like the loudest person kind of, or like the one who, you know, like the leaders, quote unquote leaders of our world are just like the people who are loudest and shout the most. And we can overlook maybe or or underappreciate some of the quiet leadership and just reflecting in my own life too, some of the most powerful leaders and um, people who I will never forget are, have been like the quiet, maybe quieter leadership who have just been such a great force with strength and um, just a fantastic leader I've looked up to, but who haven't been like that loudest person in the room who maybe um, take more of a um, you know, I, I relate to that kind of like, let me think about things first before just speaking or let me, you know, resonate on this or, um, have my quiet time to myself also. So I love that you're doing this to really empower women to embrace their introversion as a strength. Thank you. Yeah. I agree with what you said that. Yeah. The, the loud voices, sometimes that's viewed as, you know, the leaders. For sure. Um, and tell me a little bit about, uh, what, I guess, what is the process like for people who don't know what a life coach is or what they can gain from a life coach? Um, what is that experience like, especially for, um, if you have any, anything you want to share from people you've worked with, what's their main, been their main takeaways? Yeah. So, um, the women I've worked with, um, they want to, um, well, of course, everyone is different. So that's the cool thing when it's like a life coaching. Um, there are like um, group coaching or one-on-one and I've done one-on-one. So when you get to work with um, people one-on-one, it's um, tailored to whatever their um, needs and goals are. But generally, um, some of the women I work with, they just want to be more social or connect with more people or try new things or like take care of their needs as well. And, you know, that's really important because sometimes like I had this woman, for example, who hadn't um, really prioritized herself in years. And then finally, um, you know, when um, we started working together, she realized this is something that was really important to her. So life coaching is just an opportunity to really reflect on your goals and have someone to hold you accountable and you know, there to kind of like support you with whatever your goals are. That's awesome. I love that. And for many people, would you say that, um, I guess, are they, uh, in leadership roles or looking to have their, you know, embrace their, uh, introversion within leadership roles or really just embrace it as a part of themselves throughout whatever their day-to-day life may be? It is both, but it does come up in work, like where um, some women, they want to, you know, speak up more at work, um, whether it's um, kind of like going back to their needs, where if they have a need um, and they want to, even if it's something like, hey, I'm taking on a little too much and have the ability to speak to their supervisor about it so that they can do a better um, job what they're doing instead of feeling overwhelmed. So something like that, or just connecting more with their coworkers and having more meaningful connections. So um, work is a big part of it, but also just their um, personal life, even uh, connecting with their more with their friends or uh, finding new interests that are not necessarily 
just related to to work. Awesome. Yeah. And I definitely see that work is such a big part of our lives. And um, yeah, it's just it's just very relatable, I think, to um, a lot of people who I've worked with. It definitely I, I think actually I've maybe only worked for male CEOs and and or just a lot of a lot of men um, in the workforce. And I feel even as a woman, like I'm constantly interrupted and I have to really stand up for myself. And they're all part of like the learning process of like a woman in the workplace. So I could definitely see how um, especially for women who identify as introverts, that can be even more difficult to really advocate for themselves and, um, you know, really have, make sure they have a voice and, um, uh, are, are really have a visible presence in the workplace as well. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Um, so tell me a little bit about yourself. How do you feel empowered as a woman? What, um, what has helped you to feel really empowered and strong? So there are um, a lot of amazing people in the world, um, women, of course, and also men. Um, but I feel really um, empowered when I see other people um, doing what they truly desire, because it empowers me to also um, pursue what I want, because sometimes there are those um, voices that come in when we want to do something and a critical mind like oh you know you shouldn't do that it's not going to work you're wasting time all of these um, voices that come in and we kind of start doubting ourselves but then when I see other people all over the world doing all these amazing things and the impact they have and how they can you know support others I'm like if they would have let those voices dominate them then they wouldn't be having the impact that they are having and it can be in any way um, whether it's someone who decided to start a restaurant you know like people go there they're enjoying the food it could be a clothing store it could be working um with animals it it doesn't matter what they're doing but um when I see them all these people who are doing incredible things that's really empowering for me and I also feel empowered when I watch inspirational content, whether it be like podcasts or videos of people who are really uplifting and sharing that message of like reminding ourselves that, you know, we can achieve whatever we want. And when I hear those um, messages, it's, it definitely um, motivates me. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. And I definitely really, I love to see and hear what people are passionate about. Such a big part of the podcast and, um, yeah, that can, you know, it's as much as it's feels empowering to like do what you love and what you feel passionate about. I think there's a same sort of energy that comes off when you, uh, are witness to other people sharing their passions and expressing that as well, for sure. So as a life coach, I'm sure, um, a lot of what you do is, is supporting others and, and, you know, helping others be their best selves and, and, uh, with introversion as you've discussed. So how do you, uh, balance taking care of yourself, even as you kind of help and support others? So one of the things that I like to do, um, sometimes when I feel kind of 
overwhelmed and stressed, I actually like to take naps, even if it's like a short nap, sometimes just a 15 minute, but I actually feel a lot better. Um, you know, sometimes I do listen to meditation music or something, but I, I found that what really helps me is, you know, just taking a nap and usually that'll like shift my mood. Um, I might also like just get a snack, like go get water, get some sort of snack and that'll kind of help me take my mind off of whatever I'm thinking of. Um, I also love nature. Um, so, you know, like if I'm going walking at the beach, just hearing the sound of the waves and just being there or going to the park and seeing just the trees and everything that's really um, relaxing as well. Um, so I just kind of try to do um, these uh, different things and or just go on walks with like my family or with my friends. So just kind of different um, things to help me um, take care of myself. Awesome. I love that. Yeah, I also love a good nap <laughs> and yeah. getting outside. It's so nice now, at least where I am. It's warming up and spring is here. So I feel like I can get outside more. Uh, it can be a bit difficult when it's like wintry and snowy outside, but um, that's great. How much does self-care tie into your conversations um, with your clients during life coaching? Is that something you find comes up quite a bit, taking, talking about how people take care of themselves? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because um, if you don't um, taking care of your own needs, um, then it's like, it's going to be more difficult for you to try to do other things because you're just going to be either more exhausted or you're, you're just not going to have the energy to um, prioritize other things that are also important to you. And once you're um, taking care of yourself, then that gives you like more space, like, okay, I'm taking care of me now. I can also do X, Y, and Z, whatever it is. So it's definitely something that is, um, has come up in the life coaching. And um, yeah, it's like it, sometimes we, you know, kind of tend to ignore that or push that aside. Um, but just because something is not as important as to say, like drinking water or eating where you're like, you need to absolutely do that to survive. Sometimes taking care of ourselves, like taking a break or whatever, that's not see that might not seem as important, but just because it's not as important as like drinking water doesn't mean it's not important. Like it is very important. Um, so yeah, that's definitely something that comes up. Yeah, for sure. I think that sometimes our maybe we can be a little too um, focused in on our absolute needs and kind of self-care is like, maybe we just need a little bit more than food and water and shelter. Maybe it's a little bit more than that when we take care of our fully, our, our body, mind, and soul. It's a little more, it can be a little more complex um, fitting that into our busy lives and schedules for sure. Yeah, exactly. And I have to think that a lot of people who even seek out a life coach are maybe focused on really taking care of themselves in terms of really feeding their goals. 
Um, can you t talk a little bit more about maybe the type of people who come to you? Do they have goals in mind that they want to achieve or um, what's some of um, their kind of purpose or, or reason to, to seek out a life coach? Yeah. So, well, I specifically work um, with women who identify as introvert, but so the women who come to me, they do feel like um, their introversion is like holding them back or they want to uh, accomplish things, but um, they feel like, um, well, maybe because of my introversion, I can't do that or I can't do that as well as I would like. Um, so they, the things they want to achieve, um, of course, it varies for each person, but it could just be um, like they want to um, initiate more conversations with people. So like if they go to like an event or somewhere, they kind of want to be a little more open and also um, just express themselves authentically. Um, sometimes they're like afraid of um, being judged or like, oh, people are going to negatively perceive me. So then they wouldn't say um, they kind of don't express themselves but then they feel like you know it's like if you want to express yourself but you don't but then you're not really happy because you're like in deep inside you know that you would really want to do that so then you know we work on that or and it can sometimes they might take a small step like oh let me or reach out to this like one person that I know and and that's something that we work on like it doesn't always have to be this um huge steps because I think you know it's better to take small steps rather than go from like a huge jump and it seems like too far out so if you take um one small step and you're like okay I'm going to reach out to one person or I'm going to do one thing differently eventually that will lead to another as opposed to seeing like this is where I'm at this is who I want to be like I'm never going to get there but if you break it up it seems more um, manageable and attainable awesome yeah definitely taking those small steps to achieve a goal or things like that seems super useful and having somebody who's helping you get there and keeping you accountable I'm sure is is very helpful as well. Um, would you say most of your um, clients really do do see introversion as like something to fix? Like I know that you talked about that as part of your story. Maybe if you could talk a little bit about like what are the other misconceptions um, people have about uh, introversion that um, that aren't quite true or that that um, you're trying to I guess debunk throughout your work. Yeah. So, I mean, not necessarily everyone sees it as like a, a major fly. Everyone's different. Some people might see that like it is, um, you know, a bigger problem. And some people um, might think like, okay, yeah, sometimes my introversion is like my superpower, but another time it feels like it's their weakness. So everyone um, feels kind of differently about it. But um, some of the uh, misconceptions that I want to debunk as I'm, I'm sharing my message. One is kind of like where we um, talked about before, where the loud voice is not necessarily um, like equating confidence um, and success with extroversion. 
because sometimes we do think like whoever is louder or who has this more outgoing personality, that's who is, um, you know, those are the leaders or those are the ones that we should aspire to. But in reality, the way I see it is that confidence is not about your personality. It's not tied to your personality. For me, I see more confidence is your ability um, when you really truly follow your heart and do what you desire. Um, so someone could be confident, for example. Um, I mean, they could be extrovert. And let's say um, someone has a goal to write, um, I don't know, let's say a, a children's book. <laughs> Just give me an example. Um, but they're thinking, no, I'm not going to be good at this. Like no one's going to, they're not going to read my stories or this won't be a good book or I'm not creative enough or whatever it is, right? That person could be extroverted and have like an outgoing personality. But if that person doesn't pursue their dreams, then they're not necessarily in that sense being a confident person. And likewise, um, you could be um, introverted and pursue your dreams. So for me, um, I, so it's also another thing about kind of redefining confidence where it's not tied to the personality. Um, another misconception is assuming that all introverts are the same. So even if you, let's say you and I were both, are both introverted, for example, it doesn't mean that we will both be the same. Um, like if you have two introverts, one of them bite me social, they might go to an event and want to talk to two people and an other introvert might want to talk to 10 people right and they could both identify as introvert but it doesn't mean that you know all introverts are the same but sometimes we have these assumptions that of who introverts are or what they don't want to do one time for example I read these um, articles about a woman who was a dancer and on stage she did big moves and then people assumed that because she did those big moves she was extroverted but she was actually introverted and there was another article one time I read about someone who wanted to um, do like acting and play like the main role but people assume like that she wouldn't want to do that because of her personality but in reality um introverts can do anything and yeah sure there might be some introverts who don't want to dance or don't want to be on stage or all of that but it doesn't mean that all introverts are going to feel the same way you know because at the end of the day we're all um different and then um another misconception is also um interpreting discomfort as inauthenticity so um, if you're an introvert, let's say you're trying something new. So you go and take like an improv class, for example, and you're like, oh, I feel weird. It doesn't feel comfortable. This is not me. And you think that because you feel um, uncomfortable that you think, oh, that's not me. Oh, this is something for an extrovert. But that's not necessarily um the case just because you do something and it's unfamiliar to you and you feel uncomfortable it doesn't mean that that's not who you are or that that's not who you choose to be because at the end of the day you can choose who you want to be and if who you choose to be is someone you haven't been yeah of course it's going to feel a little awkward or a little uncomfortable 
but it doesn't mean that's not who you are because who can tell you who you are? You get to, you know, we all get to choose who we are. I love that so much. I think you identified so many misconceptions out there about introverts and it's so it just empowering, refreshing to hear that introverts can do anything. Like you said, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely maybe, um, I wish we could see that more in the world, right? Like I, I feel like I, in the workplace and stuff, um, like we, like I was talking about before, just because somebody has the quickest answer, the loudest, or they're the first one to talk, that doesn't mean people who are maybe just like a little more thoughtful or take a little bit more time or want to, um, you know, maybe speak to someone one-on-one doesn't have an amazing idea as well. Um, so I think that's just something we can remember. And, um, I love all the examples, um, you gave too. like, it doesn't, whether you're, you know, you can be a dancer, you could be this or that an actor, you can do it all as an introvert. So, um, that's so great to hear. What would you say to people out there who are listening, who, um, are, do identify as introverts and, um, how can they kind of work on, um, loving and embracing themselves and, um, not really limiting themselves to those stereotypes we believe about introverts. So I would say the first thing is to kind of take extroversion off the pedestal. So if you are thinking that your introversion is a flaw or that something that you need to change, it's probably because you have this idea that extroversion is the ideal and introversion is the flaw. So you're holding extroversion to this really high standard, like, oh, like that's who I should be. And thinking, um, okay, who I am is um, wrong or not good enough, or I need to um, fix it. But if you actually take extroversion off the pedestal and just realize that, you know, it, it doesn't matter which personality you have, whether you identify as introvert or extroversion, you can still do whatever it is that you want because you have all sides within you. Then that kind of um, takes, you know, extroversion off the pedestal and not seeing it as the ideal standards, because that's also um, the issue, right? When there's some standards, um, and we think, oh, the the ideal personality is loud, outgoing, or this and that, and I'm quiet and reserved. Then you're thinking like, oh, who I am is not the ideal, so I need to fix it or change that. And this can apply to introversion. It can apply to body image as well, for example. Like if you're thinking, you know, because there's society's ideal standards of beauty, um, and you're like, if you don't match those ideal standards of beauty, you might think like, oh, my my body is flawed. I need to do something to look more like what you see on the media or what I think I should look like. But when you're coming from that perspective, that who you are is flawed, um, you're going to not feel as good about yourself. Um, you're actually your inner beauty. It's going to dim your inner light because you're going to think, oh, no, like my body is flawed and of course you're not going to feel worthy if you feel that your body is flawed and likewise if you feel that your personality is flawed you're not going to feel um, great about yourself because you're always going to be trying to change into someone else and even if you were to 
become more social, you might think, okay, I'm more social, but I'm still not good enough. I'm still not as social as this person. You're always going to think that you need to change and be different. So when we let go of those ideal standards, you know, that's when you can start um, feeling good about who you are and embracing your personality more. I love that example so much. It's that really resonates with me, right? Because we have this ideal body image always um, portrayed to us, right? Like um, that's very limiting, thin, usually white, able-bodied, all of these things. Um, and I guess in the same sense, we can see maybe whether it's looking at like CEOs or successful people and say, well, they're they're men, they're extroverts, they're, you know, et cetera. I think um, it can tie into that as well. And, um, and just kind of exactly what you said, flipping that script to say, no, actually that's not the ideal. And um, we are, uh, we can embrace our own personalities, bodies, inner beauty to really find success in our own way. I, lo- I love how you put that. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Um, and talking a little bit about that, self-love. So what's something that you love most about yourself that has nothing to do with your appearance? For me, it's just um, my commitment to pursue my dreams and be the most expansive version of myself. Because even though sometimes I'm, I'm afraid to do certain things, but I'd rather do them even if um, the outcome is not what I had in mind but it's like I'd rather do it than regret because that's something that I don't want to be later on thinking oh I I should have done this or why didn't do it when I had the chance and like there's there's always new opportunities right it's not to say oh it's too late but you know why wait why wait until later um and for me I always um if there's something that I want to do I'll just um you know something that I that really matters to me um I'll commit to it because I just want to you know, try it and not uh, later on think if, why didn't I do it? I love it. And what is the time when you recently felt beautiful? I would say, so um, the other day I was just driving at night. I sometimes like to drive at night just because it's more relaxing and there's also not a lot of them. There's less traffic um, because where I live, um, I live in the, um, well, around the LA area, well, near Long Beach, but if I drive towards the LA, there, you know, there's a lot of um, traffic. So I like driving at night because it's more um, relaxing. And the other day I was driving and just listening to music in my car. I was by myself and I was, as I was listening to music, I was kind of moving along with the music as I was driving. And I just felt beautiful because I wasn't worried about anything. I wasn't overthinking. I wasn't thinking like, um, oh, I need to move the right way or or someone's judging me and being afraid of that. I'm just enjoying myself and feeling free. And, and that makes me feel beautiful. I love that so much. <laughs> what a like special little moment to share. <laughs> um, and I'm very curious as well as we kind of wind down here, um, you shared with me this, uh, you had a four-step framework to really advocate for yourself. So I was wondering if you want to share that with our audience as well. Yeah, I'd love to. So um, the first um, step is 
to recognize that all sides are within you. So kind of like um, I've mentioned in that, you know, all sides are within us. So anyone you want to be, it's already within. So yes, you might identify as an introvert and you might think of yourself as quiet or reserved or gentle or thoughtful, reclectic, all of that. And you are that, but you're also um, bold, outgoing, social, fun, adventurous, anything else you want to be, you're also that and you're already that. So it's not about something that you have to go and get or become social or become outgoing. You could think about it it's like you already have that, but you're just might not be familiar with that side of you. So for example, like if you have, let's say you wear um, bracelet and earring. And you're always just, you have them in your closet, but you're always just wearing your bracelet. You're like, oh, I love this bracelet. I love this bracelet. And you see someone else with um, your with their earrings and you're like, oh, I want to be like that person. They're wearing earrings, but you don't need to throw your bracelet away to put, put on your earrings. You don't need to somehow transform your bracelet into an earring. It's like, wait, just get it out of your closet and put it on. You might be unfamiliar with it because you've never, if you don't put on your earrings, maybe you feel a little weird when you first put them on, but it's always been there. It's in your closet. Like it's already there. It's not something you have to go and get. So if you're thinking, oh, I want to be quiet. I mean, I am quiet, but I want to be more social. Well, think about it. Like you already have your social side. So just um, go and express that side and explore that side of you but it's already within and um, you just might not know that or you may I'm familiar with it but it's already within and then the second step is to release these um limiting perceptions about introversion so any of you might think like introversion is a flaw or that there's something wrong so start to release um, let go of those disempowering perceptions and also um, release any um, ideals of what a particular side should look like. So if you do want to be outgoing and you think, well, I'm only outgoing if I have these many friends or these many connections, if I do this, because yeah, someone else's version of outgoing might not be your version of outgoing. So letting go of ideals of what a outgoing person should look like and instead start um, thinking about what that really means. Um, to you. So releasing those perceptions. And then another one, um, the third step would be redirect your mind to a more empowering perception about introversion. So that could be um, bringing out like a strength and thinking instead of thinking, oh, how is my introversion a flaw? You're like, wait, how is it a strength? Like, oh, maybe you're, you know, a thoughtful person and you kind of think about things before I'm speaking and that can really help you because when you say something, it's well thought out. So that could be a strength or you could also redirect your mind to uh, a positive role model, whether it's someone you personally know or a public figure, you could think of like, hey, look, that person's introverted and I really admire them. And if they're introverted and they're awesome, so I can be introverted and awesome as well. And then um, another thing you can do to redirect your mind to a more empowering perception about introversion is to actually think about how you already are who you want to be. 
So let's say you do want to be more social and you're thinking, well, I'm not social, but it's like, wait, do you um, talk to someone, whether it be in person or online? And if so, um, even if it's just like one friend or your family or whoever it is, right? It's like, if you're already doing that, then you are already being social. It might not be what you um, want, you, you know, you want to maybe be a little more social and that's okay. But instead of um, thinking of yourself like, oh, this is something I lack, think of like, how do I already have this and how can I expand on it? Um, because that's going to feel better thinking like it's something I have versus something you lack. And then the, the last step, the fourth step is to kind of reinforce um, these um, more empowering perspectives by either just, it could be like a daily reminder or whenever you think about it, you could just say it in your mind, like, um, yeah, like you love your introversion or you could write a sticky note. And even if you're not fully convinced, you could just say like, oh, I'm, I'm starting to believe that maybe introversion is great or I'm starting to believe that introversion can be a strength, right? Depending on where you're at. And you can also um, reinforce this by simply when you have more experiences. So taking that small little step um, to do something headed towards your goal, that can also help reinforce that that is what you're, um, that you can do what you want. So the four steps again is um, recognize that you have all sides within. Um, the second step is release the disempowering perceptions you might have about introversion. The fourth step is redirect your mind to a more empowering perception about introversion. And the fourth step is um, to really uh, kind of reaffirm that and reinforce that by doing um, daily reminders. And it's not necessary that you have to necessarily always do all these four steps. They kind of come together, but even if you just pick one out of the four steps, you know, that can still be helpful. This is wonderful. Thank you so much. I feel like I've learned so much and definitely have some good takeaways here just for my own self and, um, you know, going to work and going throughout my day to day. I absolutely love that. Um, so for people who are, are interested in, um, uh, possibly life coaching or just getting to know you a bit more, where can they find you? And, um, I know you have, um, a workshop coming up as well. If you want to share the details there. Yeah. So if you want to, um, you know, know more about like introversion and take this um, discussion further, you can go to my website, which is splashesoftheday.com. And there you can also find a workshop, which is called um, Nurture Your Introverted Power to Live a Vibrant Life. And in that workshop, we'll discuss, you know, more about like introversion and you'll walk away with like um, some of your strengths and needs and boundaries as an introvert. And we'll talk about how to connect with your introverted power. It'll be for a small group of women, because I know as introverts, sometimes we love those like intimate connections. So it'll be for a small group of women and it's it will be offered on multiple dates. So you can um, check back. And um, if you do um, click on the um, workshop, it'll take you to the Eventbrite link. And if you're listening to this podcast, um, if you enter the promo code um, beauty, you can enroll um, for the website, um, the website, the workshop for free if, if it's something that resonates with you. I love it. Definitely check it out. Use, uh, use beauty for that workshop. 
And um, this was, I so enjoyed just listening to every, every piece of knowledge you had to share today. Thank you so much, uh, Dania, for joining us. Is there any um, last words of wisdom or anything else you wanted to share with our audience before we close? Well, what I just want to leave you with is that um, it's all about being who you desire to be. So it's not about being like an extrovert. And it's also not about being like any other introvert, because we are all different. So there's no, um, you know, it's not about thinking I should be like this person or that person. It's like, wait, who do you truly want to be? And then, you know, let your um, inner self guide you. That was so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Definitely words to take away. Uh, and I, and I know our audience will definitely take that to heart and really, um, listen to that embracing our beautiful selves. So, um, thank you so much again, Dania. This was so wonderful. Um, and I know everyone will enjoy hearing you on the show. Thanks again. Thank you, Sarah. Really enjoyed being here with you. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Ignited by Inner Beauty. I hope this episode served as a reminder of just how beautiful and worthy you are. If you enjoyed today's episode, please hit subscribe, provide a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, and share this episode with a friend. For more information about Ignited by Inner Beauty, please go to ignitedbyinnerbeauty.com and sign up for my email list to keep up to date on new blog posts and podcast episodes. If you'd like to support my mission of empowering women, you can go to patreon.com slash ignited by inner beauty and receive some exclusive content and giveaways. If you're not already following me on social media, please follow me on Instagram at ignited by inner beauty and Twitter at ignited beauty. Thank you again for joining me and please tune in for the next episode.